here. We are here. It's happening. Finally. It's been like three months. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the two-on-one pod. I'm your host, Adam Fluje. We're here with Alex. Yeah. I can't say your last name. It's okay. Alex Hanimian. Hanimian. Not even. It's okay. Alex, we tried to start doing this podcast. What, the end of April? We started beginning the, we, of May. We, we recorded a weird podcast at the end of April when the Leafs got eliminated in the first round. Ah. And I, I think I went on a bit of a rant, but we didn't end That's up using That's the lost it. episode. That's a tease for, for the listeners yeah. on a future date. I don't even want to talk about it. It gets me <laughs> so angry. Alex, we're here, and we're here to talk about hockey. Yes, because so, we love hockey. We do love hockey. To a fault, I'd say. To a fault. But anyway. Yeah, I can't argue with that. So the NHL, we've just gone by free agency. So I thought we'd start by look at every single team, see what they've done, and give them a grade. Okay. How do you like that? I'm... That sounds like a plan. All right, perfect. And for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably going to be anyone if we get any listeners, Alex, you're a Leafs fan. Oh, I'm a huge Leaf fan. And I am a Habs fan, so. Yeah, oh, we're definitely biased. So we're, there's, no, there's no way around it. I mean, yeah, you've got your Raptors shirt on, I so my, you're the Toronto homer. I'm a Toronto I've, homer. I've got my Jonathan Drewin shirt on. Yeah. So if we focus on two teams, it's going to be them. Yeah. Eastern bias is in full swing here. So first, Alex, let's look yeah. at the Anaheim Ducks. Okay. Uh, they haven't done much no. at all. I mean, they did sign Jakob Silverberg, but that was, that was in March. Oh, yeah. That was in March. <laughs> so they really didn't do much, and, didn't. and I'm not surprised. They didn't have the cap space. I remember they couldn't make it official until the summer because they, they never had the cap space. Yeah. Were you surprised when they bought out Corey Perry? A little bit. I was a little bit surprised. I just didn't think, I don't know what exactly they were looking for. Are they in a rebuild? Because a team like that who has Ryan Getzlav and Corey Perry and like they have those young players to build around, but they also have those older players who are looking to like, you know what, let's let's go for another run. And I thought maybe they they try to pull something off. But obviously I think with the Corey Perry bio it's pretty obvious that they're looking for to go for a little bit of a rebuild. Or a retool. Let's call it a retool. I was going to say, they remind me of Montreal, where they have those older guys, like you said, Ryan Getzlap, who's mm-hmm. still one of the most underrated players in the league. And they've got Sam Steele, who obviously they got from uh, the French Gannison trade, using that Leafs first-round pick to get them, of course. Uh, and, of course, they're a factory for defensemen. So right. it's a team and a group of management where you know they're going to turn it around. Uh, if we look at their signings, they didn't really do much. Resigned Krabinian Halsner. How is he still a pair, player? Um, July 1st, they didn't do anything. They re-signed a couple AHL guys, but nothing too special from Anaheim. You wouldn't expect no, it. But they have $9 million in cap space. 9.25 in cap space. And They're, their roster size is 22. So a- am I surprised that they didn't do anything? No. Because who are they going? They're not going to go get an Artemi Panarin. They're not. They're not. They're not going out there to get the big players. They already. They just Adam Henrique's extension just kicked in. Jakob Silverberg's extension just kicked in. It, it's not like they're they're looking to move forward. I think if they could go back in time, I really don't think they'd sign that Adam Henry contract, that extension. Or Ryan Kessler. Uh, it's definitely, or Ryan Kessler. It's definitely clear that poor Dallas Aikens has a job ahead of him, eh? So moving on, uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Again, for them signing-wise, they signed Bo Bennett. 
uh, league men, but the real story for them was the Phil Kessel trade. And Nick Schmaltz. I mean, Nick Schmaltz was March... Th- okay, I know. March 30th. I know. But he was part of the Dylan Strome trade. And mm, everyone's like... They have lost that trade. Yes, yes, yes. They have lost that trade. But it's good that they got Nick Schmaltz signed, signed to, to seven years. Do I agree with the 5.85 cap hit? Right now, no. I think... It, it's a bit difficult to gauge that right. because he got hurt. Well, who in Arizona didn't get hurt, but focusing more on the July Okay, thing, fine. The I, Phil won't, I won't do the extensions. Yeah. Do the Coyotes make the playoffs? I'm just kidding. Um, yes. Come on. Do you, I, you like the Phil Kessel deal for the I Coyotes? Don't, I don't know. We'll talk more about Jim Rutherford and the Penguins later because they are a bit of a mess right now, but um, we didn't say with Anaheim. I think Anaheim, we can give them a solid thumbs in the middle. They didn't do much, but we didn't exp- They didn't yeah. do anything to damage themselves. The Coyotes, them neither. Um, their young guys are going to continue to grow. Hopefully, they can get Jacob Chicker in healthy for a year. But beside that, I think yeah. the Coyotes, not much for them. Another thumbs in the middle. A solid C for the Yotes. But if they've been... Li- okay, listen, just in case if you've been living under a rock, the, the Coyotes traded Alex Galchenyuk to the Penguins for... Phil Kessel plus they get they gave up Pierre Olive Olivier Joseph and a fourth round pick in twenty twenty one. Is I don't like Well they why? for some reason Jim Rutherford, again, we'll come back to him later. So I wanna leave that for now because fine, fine. the okay, penguins okay. are a whole okay. big story for okay. them. Um moving on to the Bruins. Um uh, they extended Par Lindholm. Oh sorry, no, they signed Par Lindholm. <laughs> Uh, who who cares about the Bruins, really? Brandon Gaunt, they're getting Vancouver's scraps. They lose Marcus Johansson, but we'll get to the Sabres in a yeah. second. Uh, again, nothing for the Bruins. Uh, Charlie McAvoy. Yep, you, still in the RFA. You hope they get that done as soon as possible. But the Bruins, their guys have a history of signing those team-friendly deals. So yeah. Listen, they have three RFAs. They have not just Charlie McAvoy. They have Brandon Carlo who played, I thought, was a great player for the Bruins in the playoffs, and Danton Heinen. And Danton Heinen is arbitration eligible. So they have, right now, $10 million in cap space and three RFAs to sign. And I can guarantee you those three players will take up all that salary. How much does McAvoy get? Forget oh, term for a second. Just give me a cap it. I can't forget term. You can't tell me to... Not look at term because if I if you give him say eight years, that's gonna be like I don't know seven million. I like if it's eight years, it's close to seven million. He's it's it's a little unfortunate for McAvoy in the negotiation fronts because most of the uh, the star RFAs are all forwards. Right. So I mean, who are you gonna use as a comparable? Jacob Truba, who seems to go for arbitration every year. But uh, we'll get to the Rangers in a minute. So I guess for the Bruins right now, we can leave it at. I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for the Bruins because I don't even know. Like, the, it was obvious Marcus Johansson was not coming back. No. It was it was clear. So I can't give them a grade until I, at least one of these guys are signed. The longer I think we go and look at these teams, the more we're going to notice there's a lot of work to still be done and a lot of players unsigned. Oh, yeah. And it's scary how quiet everything's been. It's July 7th, and Jake Gardner is still a free agent. We will keep him in mind because I have okay. a lot to say about Jake Gardner. Okay. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, the Sabres. I want them to do something, but 
they signed Jeff Skinner. They have to pay right. more to get him. They signed Curtis Lazar, who who remembers who he is. They signed Andrew Hammond. Oh, that's going to be hamburger. Jean Sebastian D. Zemgis Gergensens, but at least they get Marcus Johansson. How much does Mojo help that top six? I, it really helps their top six. It, it, it fills their second line. Who's their second line right now? Can you name a player on their second line? Uh, probably. No. Who's the college free agent? The, the, uh, the college guy they drafted. When? Centerman. I can't remember his name. Can you look that up I on Cat Friendly, that. please? I'm going to look that but up for you. The thing with the Sabres is Jeff Merrick made a good – he always makes a great point on Sportsman about – Casey Middlestat. Casey Middlestat. Right. That's it. Right now, this is on Daily Faceoff. Connor Sheary, Casey Middlestat, and Kyle Acaposo are their second line. Well, now that Acaposo contract isn't going away anytime soon. No. So it's... you put – like that. you put Marcus Johansson. You replace him put, – put him where Connor Sheary is. That makes their second line so much better. Just that alone. You know what? He's really going to help that power play, too. Yes. Uh, he really worked the half wall. A great playmaker. Him throwing it to Jack Eichel every night. Uh, I think that's going to be really good for Buffalo in the Atlantic division that is stacked. Again, ladies and gentlemen, that is a tease for a little can, later. Can Can I just point out that the Buffalo Sabres also acquired Colin Miller for basically nothing? Oh, yes. And they also can got the defenseman from Anaheim earlier this year, too. Brandon Montour. Uh, yeah, they have a sneaky loss. I know a lot of people like Rasmussen Linen, but... And Jimmy VC. And Jimmy VC. I just want to point that out. So the, the Sabres, if they can string together some uh, some good performances from a couple of guys and they figure out what they're doing with a Tage Thompson and Alex Nylander. Right. Uh, watch out for Buffalo. They just have to hope they can get a save. I think I give them a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs and, up. uh... Talking about getting a save, the Calgary Flames. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so oh, no. Here's what I love about it. Western Canada at the moment, especially the Albertans. They signed Cam Talbot to one year, 2.75. Now, I don't know about you, but I never believed the Cam Talbot hype after he left the Rangers when he took over for Lundqvist for that couple months. Okay. I never believed in him. And now that he's in Calgary, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to go the platoon system with him and David Riddich, who they still have to sign. <coughs> they still need to figure out what's going on with James Neal. They've Matthew underperformed Kachuk. in the playoffs Ma how many times? Matthew Kachuk is still unsigned. Exactly. So the Flames, to me, are a great disappointment. And this signing, for me, doesn't do anything. So right. I'm going to give the Flames a thumbs down here. And I'm going to agree with I agree with you on that. It's just because they can't do anything. They have $9 million in cap, $9.4 in cap, and they have to sign Matthew Kachuk, Sam Bennett, and David Riddick, plus Andrew Manjapani. Manjapani. I don't know if I said that right. But we're, he did. But we're going to go with that's how I say it. I'm surprised he's still around. So, um, the, and, and I think I would have said the same thing with the Leafs. And I know we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get was, there. We're make it about Toronto gonna, that easily. We're going to get there, right? Because Toronto ha was in a similar situation. They had all these RFAs to sign. And I'm like, you know what? They're not going to do anything July 1st. And they did. They really didn't do anything um, s signing wise, but they made some trades. But they didn't. But Calgary didn't do anything. 
Calgary didn't do anything. What? Just I'm trigger, so confused. If they can fix James Neal, they yeah. could be golden, but... Hey, so, wait, wait. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay, okay you know how they said Milan Lucic for Stop Louis it. Erickson? Stop How it. about James Neal for Louis Erickson? Uh, moving on. <laughs> I'm just joking. So, I'm just joking. again, another team that okay, needs to go. make a damn save. The Carolina Hurricanes. Hey, hey. They have James Reimer, okay? They, how? <laughs> they have Toronto Maple Leafs legend. So, James Reimer. I'm hoping that Alex Njiljevic... Yeah. If that's how you say his name, that goaltending prospect who was, of course, great in Carolina's AHL team when the Calder Cup this year, Charlotte Checkers. Um, I don't know if he gets a look next year, but the reason I say that is because the only thing they've done on the signing front is, of course, re-sign Peter Mrazek. Yeah. They lost McElhaney to Tampa, so maybe Najelkovic gets a shot there. Maybe yeah. he takes over. I hope so. I've always liked him. I think it depends on what they do with James Reimer. I think, and I'm I'm being honest. If the, if James Reimer is a backup goalie, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go with he's a backup goalie. So it depends on what what they do with James Reimer. If they trade, if they somehow find a trade partner, then he's gonna get a chance next year. Fifty percent retained. But to yeah, fifty percent retained to Toronto. You take James Reimer. I would take James. If Listen, if you came to me right now and said you could have Garrett Sparks or James Reimer, if you're a Leafs fan, you know you take James Reimer 10 times out of 10. They have the same numbers last year, though. And Garrett Sparks makes about $3 million less. No, I I'm, just trying to, but I'm just trying you, to poke but the bear. You know, you know how many times I, I screamed at my television at Garrett Sparks? Speaking of Garrett Sparks... And screaming, goaltender screaming. Nothing makes me more mad than when people help out good teams. The Chicago Chicago Blackhawks. So, the real story here isn't their signings, for the exception of Robin Leonard. And we'll get to that, because we disagree on, I think we disagree on something. On Robin Leonard? Yeah, because I I think we might, a little bit. But anyway, um, the reason we talk about everyone helping the Blackhawks is for years, Arizona seemed to be a dumping ground for their contract, and it would just help Chicago, help Chicago. And in the past few weeks, they've gotten guys like Calvin DeHaan for nothing. The Islanders seem to have had a dispute with, of course, Robin Leonard, and now he goes there, one-year deal. Corey Crawford's on the other end of that. That's a really good-looking platoon system if, and this is the problem if Robin Leonard can do what he did last year and keep himself together right so what do you what what's your whole thing if we're going to disagree on something here well I remember when we found out about the the signing you you said they the Islanders should have offered the four years right is that kind of where you were getting at I am just surprised that for some reason there was not something better for Robin Leonard in the aisle Okay, I'm gonna be. I and I, I loved his speech. I loved. I love his story. I may be mentally ill, but doesn't he, mean I'm mentally weak. Yeah, I, I and I love his story, but I look at his career numbers, how he's played in Buffalo, and he had yes, sure, he had a good season here and there, but he was to not consistent. To be fair, he played in Buffalo. I understand. Who I understand has a that. good career in Buffalo? I, I no, I understand that, but he wasn't consistent. He, and I get it. He played in Buffalo, but it's the reality. You can't you can't pay someone 
a good uh, you can't say you want I may give you four years at five million based off of one season I'm gonna take away your the rest of your career because you played in Buffalo right you can't a team if a team does that I don't like you must be like so instead you give all that money I give to... five I give four years to uh, five million dollars to Semyon Varmolov. I can't agree with you there. He looked terrible last year. But he's coming off. Is he? Is he not coming off an injury? Doesn't matter. Look at his career. The only time he has shown that Vesna type year was that damn year that they finished second in the league and got destroyed in the first but round because fi- they were on a PDL bender. But five million isn't isn't Vesna quality goaltending. But the five term mil- is a problem with them. Four mil- I don't see four million as a four years. Sorry, four years as a ter- as a, pro- a term problem. They the How- Islanders. When was the last time the Islanders had good goaltending? I don't aside from last season. I I have no idea. They had Euro Halak as their starter two years ago. Yeah. May we remember? I remember. And that. I think Jordan Bennington has taught us all that if you want to win the cup, you need a damn good goaltender. Oh yeah, I agree. You need a damn good goaltender, but I want to see. That's why when I heard Robin Leonard is going to get two million or two years up for five million, I said, okay, that's a respectable deal. Because he's had one good season. Now next year, go back yourself up, right? I'm going to move on, because I don't think we're going to agree on this. No, um, we're not. But anyway, uh, we go to Simeon Varlamov's former team, actually, in Yield, Colorado Avalanche. I feel like, let's leave these guys alone for now. I give them a thumb. I'm just going to be straight up. I give them a thumbs up. On the signing front, nothing special. I mean, yes, Maybe. they signed Giannis Donskoy, but I'm not convinced I, if he's going to succeed I'd just like to say, they made the playoffs... And still got the fourth overall pick. I just want to automatically, I Ladies give them a thumbs up. The odd plus senators. <laughs> I just want to give them a thumbs up. That's right. it. Uh, of course, they re-signed Nikita Zadorov, even though it feels like he has been in Jared Bednar's doghouse for uh, spurts of this year. Uh, but not much to say about them. Then we go to a team that I don't know what to say about the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, oh, God. They re-sign Ryan Murray. That's fine. They signed Scott Harrington to a three-year deal, 1.6, whatever. Yeah. But then they did the old, I need to sign someone for the sake of it. And they give Gustav Nyquist a $5.5 million per for four years. They had so much cap space, and they seem to they have just They still have so it. much cap space. They, they just... They have $15 million in cap space, I, I know people really loved Yarmo Kekalainen taking that bet, but now it just it looks like a mess to me. I know they have great young guys. Of course, Zach Wierenski is still to be signed. He's a great player. You have Seth Jones, who should be a Norris Trophy candidate. And, of course, young Alex Texier looked great in the, start, in the, the stints he did have in, yeah. in Columbus. But, I mean, I just don't know where they go from here, and I don't know what Gustav Nyquist does for your team. You need a goaltender now, and I'm not convincing Jonas Korpisalo. You're not convinced in Elvis? No. Good old Elvis? Moving on. Um, no, but wait, wait. I, l- listen, they have $15 million in cap space. They have they still have to sign Zach Orensky. And next year, they have to sign Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's going to be the star of that free, of that free agent. Is. RFA pool, yeah. 
Star of that RFA. Pool. I don't know, sir. Max Domi has something to say about that. Anyway, um, I want to oh, move on, on to a team that you... <sighs> that I think I think this team is the winner of, of free agency for me. The Dallas Stars. Oh yeah, Andre Sequeira. I think no, no. You know what? I think Andre Sequeira at one point five for a show oh, me yeah, deal definitely. is fantastic. Joe Pavelski only three years. That's not a guy you throw in front of the net. Doesn't matter how many bangs and crashes he takes, he can tip like nothing. Corey Perry for only one point five is great. I really like the Dallas Stars. I remember before the playoffs last year, I hadn't paid much attention to them, and I didn't think they had much on that team except that top pairing and John Klingberg. I completely forgot about Miro Heiskanen. Guys like Esselindale, Radic, Faxa, fantastic. Ben Bishop looks like Ben Bishop again. So I think with those signings, like Dallas are going to be scary to watch. In the I have one. Year. I have one question for you. What? Okay, Joe Pavelski is going to be thirty-five in four days. Does he? end up on the LTIR in the third year of that contract. Just See, my curiosity. Here's what I'm gonna say so he'll be 38, technically. He'll go be, be what team 30. did Joe Pavelski play for for most of his career? San Jose. No. What? And Boston. So Joe oh, Thornton and Patrick Marler are perfect examples of yeah. old people do well in San Jose. It's, yeah. it's just the sun does something. To the, I don't know what it is in San Jose, but their players don't get bad until they're in their mid-40s. It is right. amazing. So I don't think... It's not like... Joe Pavelski doesn't need to be the kind of guy that bang and crash. All you do is you put him in front of the net and he tips pucks. He's the best tipper in the league and has been since he started. Okay. A lot of people give the, the credit to John Tavares, but that's because he's now in the East. If Joe Pavelski played for a Vancouver or Toronto for most of his career, yeah, you don't tell me that he gets all the credit in the world. Um, uh, yeah, and they signed Roman Polak. Oh well. yeah, I you know. Want, I just want to say, Resident, how Form- are you formally. still here? Um, Detroit. Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm not gonna. I really thought they were gonna get Jacob Truba, but I was wrong. I mean, they didn't do much. They signed Valtari Filpula for two and, more years and uh, Calvin Pickard. Leafs goalie Calvin Pickard, former Leafs goalie. I saw him at the airport once. Calvin Pickard? Yep. Saw him in his Marley's gear. Didn't recognize uh, it was him at first. And I was like, oh, crap. That was that was Calvin Pickard. That was Calvin Pickard. He How was, about Patrick Namath? Two years at $3 million? Who cares about Patrick Namath? I, I feel like they're, at this point they're just signing people to bring them in. Ladies and gentlemen... Oh, oh, my favorite team. <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers are a bit less of a joke now, but they're still pretty what funny. Less of a joke? What have they done to change? I think he was smart to buy out Andre Secker. Yeah. I know I said I just liked him, but at the same time, his cap Not hit at a that, five. He was honestly like, like uh, points. he looked like their best defender, to be honest. They didn't completely overpay Alex Chasaw. I'm fine with 2.1. Dujar Kara is nice. I love how Thomas Yurko's come in. I think he's an underrated bottom six guy. Yeah. The only problem is, is again, let's bring up goaltending. They, of course, signed Koskin into that abysmal three-year deal. Yes, yes. And their reaction to that is, we talked about the Oilers bringing in former Edmonton goalie. Sorry, the Flames were on a former Edmonton goalie. Good old Cam Talbot. And in response, the Oilers bring in former Flames goalie Mike Smith, who Mike has been... Smith. Terrible yeah, yeah. for the past decade. Sh- what wait, are your- should I just continue to mention the players that they have too? Like, 
Milan Lucic and uh, hmm, Chris Russell and Sam Gagne. Should I continue? I like my boy Sam Gagne. Don't I know he's, he's great, but not three point one million. GTA great. boy, not three point one million. Great. Where do the Oilers go from here? Because I don't know, but Ken Holland has quite some work to do. He's, they still haven't figured out. Yes, he pulled your RV. Oh, he's gone. He's not come. He's not an. If if he's not signed, he's going back to Europe. You really don't think there's any? Even though I believe it was. Is it the same person who represents Paul Yarvey was making the Andreas Avamasiu Avans- contract dispute in Detroit a mess? Or... But no, how many times... That is true. All right, moving on. That's the who, cares, who cares about the Oilers? <sighs> Another team who I thought did really well, um, maybe paid a bit too much money than they should have for certain guys, but the Florida Panthers. Um, yeah. The thing with the Panthers is they have needed a save... For a long time. They got Lulongo back. But they got Lulongo back on the wrong side of 30. So, they didn't have anyone. Reimer was a bit of a bust. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Montembeau isn't an NHL goalie. So, they go out. They give Sergei Bobrovsky seven years at $10 million. Now, oh boy. there are parallels to the price deal. Even though this is a little, little little worse in my opinion because Sergey Bobrovsky doesn't know how to play well in the playoffs. Uh, last year was a fluke, by the way. But yeah. they get that goalie. The first three, four years are going to be great for the Panthers, but the back four or three is going to be a problem. I yeah. don't like Anton Stroman at three years. I think that's a deal that's going to be immediately regretted. And Brett Connolly, I don't think you need to give that guy four years. At a, I also at a, don't think you have to give him three and a half. No. No, I don't well, mind. Charlie's I don't. Whatever, I don't but. mean the. I don't. Sorry. I don't mind the four-year term. I mind the three and a half. So I know I just said I like what the Panthers did, and then I just go on about this. But and I yeah, think you just murdered them. Bobrovsky is the best move they could have made, and I think it's going to help them out. I think they're making the playoffs next year, and I think they win a couple rounds. Um, everyone, see, at the beginning of last year, the problem that there was was everyone was talking about Nylander at a time where. Yeah. Mike Hoffman set a franchise record for a point streak, beating Pavel Bure, yeah, and no I, one talked oh, I, about I it. I remember that happening. They had the second best power play in the league, which people only mentioned because the guy who was running that power is play now in Toronto. Is now in Toronto. So, uh, watch out for the Panthers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, the LA Kings, Joachim Ryan. Uh, Moving on. Who cares about the Kings? They it's, haven't done anything. They're, they're old. They're retooling. They're, slow. they're retooling. That's what's going on. I mean, who no, just who cares about the Kings? Now, if there is a oh, team that I would call a loser, it would be the Minnesota Wild. Now, oh. Minnesota needs to. I don't remember when they hired Paul Fetch, and everyone was like, "He's from. He worked under David Poyle. He's gonna be fantastic." I love me some Paul Fenton. And then he just, just messed everything up. I don't know why you need to give Eric Stahl two years. I don't know why you need to sign Ryan Hartman for two years when wait, he's been wait, a carousel. Wrong, what's wrong with the Eric Stahl signing? He's old. And you're not... He, right, but who do you bring it like... You trade him. 
I know he didn't want to leave, but you say, I don't care. I need to fix this team that has been in purgatory for the past but decade. But who would take Eric Stahl? What was, he, what was his last card? Okay, let's look. What was his last contract at? It was 3.5, I believe. It was a like, two, three-year show-me deal. And yeah, that's it was when at he three and a half. Three goals. years at three and a half. Yes. Okay, and a modified no-trade cost. So what team was going to take Eric Stahl? Montreal was interested. Okay, so what were you willing to give up for Eric Stahl? You give up anything you can if you're the Minnesota Wild. This is a no, team no, that should be No, no, what do you rebuilt. give up? As a Montreal Canadian fan, what do you give up for Eric Stahl? A second. Right. And you think Minnesota is like, sure, I'll take a second for Eric Stahl? It's better to get something than nothing. But if they're going to they're going to resign him. It was that that was that was going to happen. But then you know you're getting the asset back. If someone's interested, you get the pick and then you get this guy back. You aren't going to make the playoffs. But anyway, so I remember Matt Zuccarello looked so good in Dallas when he yeah. got traded last year. And I thought, if this guy stays there, it's going to make Dallas even better. Instead, he goes to free agency and you worry about a guy who I believe is 32. And yeah. I look at this and I think, oh, dude. The Minnesota Wild give him five years, six per. They don't know what they're doing with Jason Zucker, why his wife is going on Minnesota radio and trashing them. Zach Parise is not healthy. Ryan Suter, as well as Zach Parise, are getting older by the year. Yep. They've wasted poor Devin Dubnik. Yeah. Jonas Brodin isn't what he was supposed to be. What is going on there? And, and it's surprising. Like I'm look, I'm on Caffrelli. I'm looking at their defense. Ryan Suter, Matt Dumba, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodin. Like I get Jonas Brodin didn't turn out to be the top two defender that he he was supposed to be, but that's a that's a good top four. Would I take Ryan Suter at seven and a half for the next? Six years. You take him at seven point five, but you don't take him until I don't take him for the next six years like that. That twenty twenty five. Right. We will be two years out of school. Three years. Three years. When that contract is done. No, I don't take him at that. Do I take him at seven point five for a year or two years? Maybe three years. I'll take him at that, but not at six years. It's just a team where you don't know what they don't have an identity. Right. And they've had no success in the playoffs. They need a, a they need someone to build around, especially uh, not on the defensive end, because they have Matt Dumba to build around there. But they need someone to build around as a forward, and I don't see any player that stands out. Well, you do have Jason Zucker, but the problem is, is he's, you he's play gone. with him like a dog toy. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone by the start of straight by the start of training camp. Now. If you would let me talk about this. Oh, yeah, go. I won't even Up talk. next, we have the Montreal Canadiens. I won't even talk. Now, you would. ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot to say about this. Since the Max Domi trade, Mark Bergevin has been doing far too well. I like that they brought back Christian Fallen, who looked good. I like bringing back Nate Thompson for a year thing at $1 million per. Jordan Wheel making less than two was a good move. Bringing back Xavier Wallet, captain of the Laval Rocket, a great move. Keith Kincaid, Carey Price's backup. That's fine. All right, you're doing well. Riley Barber, Phil Veron, nice AHL signings. 
Mark Bergevin had one thing to do going into the summer, and that was to get a damn left-handed D who could improve the power play and move the damn puck. So imagine you're at home waiting for this to happen. Jake Gardner is there on a damn silver platter. And they signed Ben Chirot for three years at $3.5 million, who has worse defensive advance numbers than Carl Alsner. Who is in the who's in the AHL? Who is also a Montreal Canadian? He has worse numbers than Carl Olsner. I, I I told you. I say I, I say you the text as soon as I found out. I Jake say- Gardner is still on the market. <laughs> Not to mention, oh, let's sign Nick Cousins <laughs> for a year at a million dollars. What's he gonna do? You're gonna have Ryan Paling and Nick Suzuki fighting for for wait. For- Question: Is it Mark Bergevin known for getting his bottom six players? But you have the I'm bottom read, six guys. Listen, I'm reading these names. You had Nick and, Thompson and Jordan Wheel, who are fine players, I, I and you go these, get Nick Cousins. I read these names. I'm like, man, he's really filling out his bottom six right now. No, it's a fine bottom six. Exactly. I think your bottom six was, was fine before. And then it's just it's it's amazing to me. We're gonna get to Sebastian Aho later, but. It's just Mark Bergeron has just re- reverted to his old 20, like 15, 16 days, and it terrifies me. So you guys still have three RFAs to sign. That, yeah, but Arturi Lekin, Yoel Armia, and yeah, Charles Houdin are, yeah. aren't going to cost anything. That's nothing. Right. That's uh, that doesn't concern me. That that's okay. a, that's a, who gives who gives one. But how about in like two years when Jesperi Kanyemi's up? Uh, it's called. It's me? getting done, and Carolina can make all the empty threats they want. Anyway, we'll come back to Montreal because there's still a lot to talk about. Nashville. Okay. Nashville. I'm not surprised. You know the problem with the NHL salary cap nowadays? uh, That I don't like it? It forces you to sell star players on the cheap. And them getting rid of P.K. Subban for nothing infuriates me. Steve Stantini. Jeremy Davies and two second round picks. One of which they traded down for. Tra- sorry, traded down for two additional picks. Yeah. I like Matthew Shane at eight. I think that's a fine deal. But uh, and 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 I think I told you I said the reason that PK Subban was traded was simply be- to fill a need. They got rid of. They got rid of PK. They put in replacement level players essentially. Dante Fabro is going to come up. They took away from a strength to address a weakness. But they had they have players to bring to strengthen that strength, right? They have Dante Fabro. Dante Fabro is not going to win the Norris Trophy. I'm not saying Dante Fabro is going to win the Norris Trophy. I'm saying he has the potential to win a Norris Trophy. No, he doesn't. Come on. No, he does not. Come on. Dante Fabro is come not PK Subban. I'm not saying he's PK Subban. That's not what I'm saying. P.K. Subban is a special player. Yes. Dante Fabro might be a great a top player. four defenseman, but he's nothing compared to P.K. Subban. You don't yeah. get a star right-handed D and just get rid of him. I'm not saying that okay, I'm defense not saying what they did was made right. Nashville special, and they took right. away from I'm, it. I'm not saying what they did was right. I'm saying you look at that team and look at what they had. They had one line. They were basically a one-line team. I'm moving on to New Jersey. No, let, no, wait, no, 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 no. Let's look at their team and tell me what they needed without. I, I like the Duchesne signing. Uh, they do need scoring, but what I'm saying is, 
was P.K. Subban the guy you needed to get rid of? Okay, are you let's saying look. who else are you going to get rid of? Kyle Turris, because the Habs have interest. You're, no him. one's no one's t- taking Kyle Turris. The Habs have interest in him. Okay, but what are you going to get from Kyle? What are you going to get for Kyle Turris? You get whatever you want from Montreal because they nothing. desperately need a centerman. Sure. You take advantage of a Mark Bergeron who's losing out on Sebastian Ajo. I say we move on to New Jersey Devils. Wayne Simmons, one-year deal. I like it. Yeah, it's okay. There's nothing worse than a player out to prove himself. And I'm happy no one gave him a bad deal. I was surprised that no one gave him a bad deal. I'm like, There were definitely teams who were just going to throw money at him. I guess no one actually did, or else he would have taken it. It's interesting. We're going to get to this guy a little later, but the closest comparable to Wayne Simmons was, uh, of course, Michael Furlan, who is yet to sign. But uh, talk about players that are that rough and tough, bang crash style. Uh, none emphasize that more than Wayne Simmons. So I hope he does well. Um, I hope he proves everyone's wrong, everyone wrong, and the Devils are going to be a team to watch out for with P.K. Subban. And Jack Hughes. And Jack Hughes and Taylor Hall. And Nico Hichier. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Do, wait, do the Devils make the playoffs next year? We'll get to that. Okay, fine. I think they do. All right, then we go to the New York Islanders. We're going to talk about them a lot more later, so let's just quickly get through these guys. Uh, Anders Lee, 7x7. Seven seven. There's a rumor he was like going to get 9 mil from Montreal, yeah, so... I don't fuck. I don't like it. I, I like 7x7. Like seven seven. I don't... The fact... I heard that he's going to get 9 mil. I'm like, this league is insane. I think he used... I think what Anders Lee did was... He tested the waters. Yeah. Montreal were willing to bite, and he used that leverage against Lou Lamorello, and it worked out for him. So I like it. Um, they ca- they couldn't lose him. They couldn't lose another star player there. Another captain. Yeah. Jordan Eberle, that deal I'm fine with. Um, yeah, no com- complaints. Brock Nelson. Whatever. Uh, I, I, um, I mean, I, I don't I think like that's a bit it, of an overpayment. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we talked about Simeon Varlamov already. I yeah. don't like it. I don't believe in him as a goalie, and he's not a good person either. Oh. Um. The New York Rangers, they're going to be good next year. Everyone okay. loves to talk about the Shanna plan, but the New York Rangers rebuilt like I've never seen before. Oh, yes, yes. They have our, in a, in a span of a calendar year, they have Artemi Panarin, Capo Caco, Jacob Truba, and Adam Fox. Am I missing anyone else? Elias, they didn't acquire on this year, but of course they've got guys Le- like Elias yeah. Anderson, yeah. who you guys would probably remember as the captain <laughs> of the Swedish World Junior team who threw his silver medal into the stands uh, and then got suspended for, I believe, six or seven international games. You just double-check that for me. Um, but he's a damn good player. I've never seen a team do such a good turnaround like this. Now, I believe... I think you've heard the story as well, and if anyone listening listens to Hockey Central at noon, they've t- Jeff Merrick talks about that. The Rangers GM is the same guy who, for a few months when he was with the Bruins, did the Tuka Rask trade, brought in Zidane Chara. So it's not a surprise. Like The Rangers were always that team where they never had a soup there. It was four games, by the way. It was four games. Whoops. But... The Rangers remind me of what Montreal is now, where their only true superstar was Henrik Lundqvist, which is what Carey Price is to Montreal. They had great players. Remember when St. Louis was with them? Remember that? Um, But now they finally have that guy you build your offense around. You've got some great defensemen like Brady Shea and now Jacob Truba. 
Alexander Gorgiev looks like he's going to be fantastic, especially against the Leafs. Yeah. So I'm I'm I really like the Rangers, and I can't wait to see Capo Caco versus Jack Hughes in the same damn division. Yeah. That's, that's going to be fun to watch. It'll be quite interesting. I mean, they still have to sign Truba, D'Angelo, Anthony D'Angelo, Brendan Lemieux, and Pavel Buchnevich, and they they have only they have eight million in cap space. Don't forget, I believe is Matt Bolesky's contract still there? Yes. That should be done next year. It's done next year. Done next year. But it's right. it's one point nine. Oh. Because okay. it was retained. Well, still, I think they're going to be fine. They're going to figure it out. You got a smart group over but there. But is Chris Kreider a um, a New York Ranger at the beginning of training camp? Yes. Okay. I think he's gone by the trade deadline now. Okay. Um, because that that changes a whole lot. That's four point six. Off the cap. Now, I actually really like what the Sens did. I think you need those veteran guys. Yeah. I like Hainsey. I like Ennis. And I like how, especially on the Hainsey deal, they didn't go long on term. Um, at least they've been quiet until Eugene Melnick started picking a fight with a member of the government. But uh, that's a talk for another day. Oh um, but, I mean... They're being quiet. They haven't done anything too stupid. So, good for the Suns, right? Hey, they got Nikita Zaitsev, okay? I just want to point that out. Uh, the Flyers. <laughs> just get past it. Just get past um, it. They haven't done <coughs> anything. I don't know. God, Chuck I mean, Fletcher's been a disappointment, hasn't he? He hasn't the, done that boom surprise move that he's known for. Listen, they did sign Kevin Hayes. I know that I was, forgot about that. Yeah, they signed Kevin Hayes at seven point one four for seven years. Now, I don't think he's a seven million dollar player. Oh God, no! No, he because he, he was going to hit the open market. Jack Fletcher freaked out and overpaid him. We people should have seen that coming because he was having contract disputes with the Rangers a few years ago. Yeah. So the signs were there with Kevin Hayes, but. Unfortunately, um, let's skip the Pittsburgh Penguins for now because okay. I want to come back to them, okay. especially that Brandon Tanev deal. Oh, God. Oh, and everyone's favorite retirement home. Uh, San Jose. San Jose Sharks. I don't mean that. Um, You know what my favorite thing about the Sharks is? The Timo Meyer signing. Oh, that's a good because deal. Because that one. That's a good deal. Six for four years. Uh, it won't be fun to pay him at the end of it, but... Um, especially, yeah, no, it won't, it won't. Especially with all the deals they have now and all yeah. those guys, like, like your Vlasics and Burns being four years older. But my favorite thing about San Jose is, through the playoffs, everyone was asking, is Eric Carlson ever going to get better than 11 times 8 than what the Sens gave him? And he did. And Doug Wilson got... <laughs> sorry. Doug Wilson gave Eric Carlson a better deal. Eleven and a he half. He gave him half a mil more. That's amazing. Uh, they're going to be good next year. They're going to be. Of course, cup. they're going to be good next they're year. They're going to. If the Sharks won the cup next year, I wouldn't be surprised. But well, take a step back. I wouldn't be. Take a step Eric Carlson's going to be better. Timo Meyer is a year older. Thomas Hurdle is finally the star he should have been. Watch the San Jose Sharks. There's nothing more much to talk about with them. So, um, the Blues. Uh, Carl Gutterson. I feel really bad for, who? for Patrick Maroon that he's still not signed. 
He'll sign somewhere. If he, if I feel like the Blues have an offer for him, sitting there, waiting. You sign whatever you feel like it. I think people. I think he's wait. Patrick Maroon is waiting to see if a team will offer him. I don't agree money. with that because it was such a big deal for him to sign there to be with this kid. That I right. I don't think they're offering him something, or they're waiting to sign Jordan Bennington, which Doug yes. Wilson. Sorry, um, God, what's your GM's? Armstrong. Doug Arm Armstrong. Doug Armstrong. Sorry, made a point of saying that we're gonna pay him. I mean, in regards to. Jordan Bennington, but yeah. this contract still hasn't been signed. So I think maybe with the Sergey Bobrovsky signed Jordan Bennington, saying, "Well, I just got you a cup, sorry, oh and he's going to pull his arm there." So that would be interesting to they, see. I mean, they also have Ivan Barbashev, <clears throat> Robbie Fabry, Zachary Sanford, Oscar Sundquist, and Joel Edmondson all to sign, all mm-hmm. RFAs. With but if they mess all that up, no one cares because they won the cup. Because they're the St. Louis Blues and they won the cup. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Tampa. It's oh, as if they God. couldn't get anything more to go their way. They got Curtis McElhaney as a back. I was so ready for them have to try and get Curtis McElhaney, but oh he ended up going to Tampa, and the world's not fair. They're going to be good next year. They're going to sign Braden Point for like $7 million. No, listen, they have five and a half in projected cap space, and they still have to sign Braden Point. I swear, I swear if they sign... If Braden Point signs for like a five million dollar deal, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't even be surprised. No, you wouldn't. Be. And it would really piss me off. Um, besides that, um, but no one's gonna take Tampa could finish win the tr- the President's Trophy next year. I think they probably will too. But until like they could make it to the conference finals, and no one would care. They have to win next year. Yeah, they have. They have. It's not even. I'm looking at this team. It's not in like. It's completely out of the question. They have to win the Stanley Cup. Um, I'm wanna. I'm gonna skip Toronto. No, why? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this? I let you talk about Montreal because there is still some drama to talk about. With Fine, Toronto. but then and I, I get to then I get to go on my rant. When we get to the Kadri trade, I think there's a lot more to talk. Then about. I get to go on my rant. Um, the Canucks. I'm gonna give them the winners tag. Josh Levo. Levo's there. Cheap deal. I like it. Jordy Ben, as someone who got to watch him these past couple of years, is a very good top six defenseman. Yeah. And getting Tyler Myers only five times six, I think is sorry, six times five, is a lot better than the rumors of eight and nine. So I actually think the Canucks <coughs> are winners here. A lot of people were giving the Myers signing a lot of crap. But I think it's going to work out well, well for them. That Miller, they have to make the playoffs. Because that JT Miller contract. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, not the contract. I but about that. Uh, JT yeah, Miller is a good JT, player. Yeah, but the trade was a mess. But again, they gave the up a first division, round pick. But they are in the Pacific Division. But they're not going to finish in the top three. Oh God, no. No, and I looked. I'm like, okay, let's look at the teams that are in the that are in the uh, Vegas, Central, right? Calgary. Sorry, no Central. I'm in, in the Central. I'm talking about the Central because it's obvious they're not going to finish. They're not going to finish in the top three of the of the Pacific. Right? Probably not, no. It's okay, going to be so Vegas, Calgary, and San Jose. Who, which again. team are they going to beat out of a playoff position? There's not in the in the Central. Nashville, Winnipeg? No. When, uh, I don't know about Winnipeg. Oh, come on. I don't know about come Winnipeg. Come on. Don't you really say Winnipeg's not going to make the right playoffs? Their right side's been demolished. And they might lose Patrick Laine. 
I don't think they're going to lose Patrick Line. We will get to that later because I think I think Patrick Line is a hat next year. St. Louis and Dallas. Chicago's there. Colorado. Let, yeah, sorry, never Colorado. Mind. The Canucks aren't making uh, the, the Canucks aren't making the playoffs. Well, okay. Uh, Vegas. Um, they didn't do anything. They have no cap space. They have no cash. Um, yeah. I like the Carlson deal. William, I mean, Mark Stone. Yeah. Brian Burke said that was the best and worst thing in the trade deadline. Yes. I think he's completely wrong. I think the Mark Stone deal, considering he's under 10 and he's a Selkie finalist, is a fantastic deal. Um, not much to say about Vegas. I love how we completely forgot about giving every team a rating. But uh, it's, a, it's you'll, you'll amazing figure it out. You'll figure it how out. in their third – they're about to have their third season, and, and the already, Vegas Golden Knights and are, are in cap trouble. Are already well, that's in cap. So trouble. funny. Um, the Capitals didn't do anything. They signed Richard Ponick and Brendan Leipzig. Mike Scarbosa, or is that a, that is a creative player name? Scarbos. Um, they know. did re-sign Carl Hagelin and Nicky. Well, they got. Right? I think that the Carl Hagelin deal is a mistake. I think the term is too long. I think the money is okay. Remember when uh, Vegas claimed Brandon Leipzig and everyone made a big deal out of it, and now he's probably going to be a 13th forward in Washington? Yes. That look says everything, Alex. Uh, yes. The Winnipeg Jets. Yes. Now. Oh, sorry. One more thing on uh, the Caps. I think we start to see the end of Alex Ovechkin next year. Really? I don't think he gets 50 again. I think... I've just got this Whoa. feel. I look at the Capitals, how I look at the Penguins, and I understand you may have one of the best players in the world, but I just think, meh, well, not you really. You don't think he can do it again? No. No, I think. So you're saying I he's would... not going to beat his beat Wayne Gretzky's goal scoring record? Oh, God, no. He's not okay. going to. I, I want to be proven wrong, but there's just something in me that says Ovi's at the end. Now, forget about all the oh, signings that the Winnipeg God. Jets have done because they're all nothing here. Um, we're going to talk about Kyle Connor and Patrick Laine in a minute. Um, let's take a pause. 